0: Today on the Zabe Cast, the Redskins and Trent Williams are at an impasse. Just how badly did his agent park him into a corner? And the, can the Skins get back anything decent in a trade? My boy One Account Rhodes joins me and talks club pro guy, the Rams' unfortunate logo de- redesign, and how to keep three boys of his from going crazy in lockdown. All that plus Ole Miss proves in the SEC, it's just different. Your daily corona Apocalypse boredom buster is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's
1: go! Here we go!
0: Wednesday, March 25th, 2020, thank you for joining me. Hope you're being productive and staying sane as much as you can. And a big shout-out, as always, to all the doctors, nurses, and others on the front line of this thing working their asses off. To save civilization. Quick email here, this one from Dr- Jack Christofik. He says, Zabe, yesterday's third hour, and I don't know which show that was referencing. Do that if you don't mind, if you are like, that was a great segment or that was a great hour. Just say which one, either the morning show on ninety 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee or... Uh, 9, 980 The Team in Washington, D.C. Yesterday's third hour was the best thing I've heard come out of a radio since I was a kid. And I would put a transistor under my pillow to listen to ball games from the West Coast. Thank you very much. Well, I don't even know what we talked about special. We were just trying to have fun and keep people distracted. Quick roundup of various coronavirus things. Then we're on our way to Johnny Rhodes. It won't take but two minutes maybe funny quote from Sean Doolittle of the nat saying I always thought that in any dystopian world I would live in I'd be wearing a cool outfit like you know shoulder pads and spikes like Mad Max Fury Road doing really dangerous stuff to try to save humanity yeah the not so much this is we're all just sitting around in our comfort and our sweats eating ourselves to death <laughs> gorging ourselves getting fat and complaining about it I'm not complaining Uh, The other story that rocked the world, or not rocked the world, the other story that made a lot of headlines and was a bad look for some aspects of the media for sure was the Arizona couple that decided they would drink pond cleaner or aquarium cleaner that had chloroquine in it because they had heard people talk about, hey, this could be a real miracle drug to fight off or to keep you from getting the coronavirus. Well problem is it's it's a poison because it was in pond cleaner the husband died the wife is in critical condition but was talking uh, someone tweeted the entire point of marriage i thought is that if one of you suggests ingesting fish tank cleaner the other one says no no we're not going to do that yeah that that's theoretically is the safeguard of marriage that one of the two husband or wife would say, yeah, doesn't seem like a great idea. Good news, Apple is donating 9 million masks they have on hand to U.S. hospitals. Secondary question, what in the bloody hell is Apple doing with 9 million masks? South Korea is apparently rolling out 10-minute testing stations that look like phone booths where you can walk in and get tested for the coronavirus. Man, send us a few of those phone booths, stat. Brazil's using helicopters to swoosh people off the beach. Sure, nobody's on the beach. There's t- one couple lying there on the, on the blanket just trying to enjoy the end of the world. And a helicopter swoops down and kicks up a sandstorm to get them off the beach. Trevor Lawrence of the Clemson Tigers started a GoFundMe account. To try to help with, you know, victims of coronavirus, who was quickly shut down by Clemson, worried about his eligibility. The NCAA, of course, got blamed. They put out a statement saying, hey, look, we're not the ones that said shut it down. Clemson alerted us and said, and we told them, eh, I don't know, it doesn't seem like a great idea. We can't be doing this. I'm sorry. You could say, but it it it's it's it helps. It's for a good charity. They're gonna give it to uh, meals on wheels and someone else. Yeah, but it's just we can't have everyone going into business for themselves. It'll be rife with abuse and fraud. Social distancing jokes are abounding with NBA guys, such as if you don't know what six feet means, pretend you're Giannis guarding or pretend you're James Harden guarding anybody, including Giannis. Then move in two feet, then scooch a little closer. Now you got it. There's six feet. Ole Miss had an update, an email sent out saying essentially, you know, as, as life circumstances change, you should always consider uh, your personal affairs and whether or not you would like your legacy to include a patronage to the University of Mississippi. <laughs> in other words, they were hustling for people to amend their wills to grant more money to Ole Miss in the middle of a global Pandemic, As someone said, two quotes, one, shoot or shoot, and number two, it's the SEC. It's just different down here. Drone footage of empty city streets is truly amazing and startling. Same thing with photos worldwide of cities shut down, empty. Ireland has closed all golf courses, both in the north and the south. Overkill, of course. Sad, Yes. Many more things, much more sad, I grant you that. There's webcams, apparently, of popular courses like Pebble Beach that you can log on to if you just need that peaceful look in it. Ah, there you go. Dick Vitale posted a video vacuuming his pool deck. It was peak Dick Vitale. Some people played a poker game and recorded it for toilet paper as chips. (laughs) Denver, said they were going to close all dispensaries for weed and alcohol stores and then quickly reversed course as the lines were around the block. They do have limits now on how many people can go in the store at once. It's so funny that these states are having to keep liquor stores open because if they say we're closing them, there'll be a bum rush to go get some booze to get you through for however long it's going to be, and then people are going to be standing next to each other, possibly passing around the virus. Eric Garcetti, same thing for the LA, the LA Mayor Eric Garcetti approved booze to be included in restaurant takeouts. Summerfest got moved in Milwaukee to September. It's not ideal, but at least if it happens, it's a good thing. First three weekends for the iconic music festival that normally takes place the first weekend, actually last weekend of June and first weekend of July. Biggest problem is that Musical acts are not touring right now, and so their normal schedule in which they layer in a stop in Milwaukee has been thrown to the wind, and they're going to have to play catch-up once the world spools up again. And then there's trick shot videos, as far as the eye can see. I'm not against a good trick shot video in your house. It's just we know you spend a million takes to get just the one shot that you get. But this is trick shot haven, to be sure. All right, let's see what my man, One Account Rhodes, is up to tonight. There's a lot of redskin news going on out there. Talk to me. Hey, what's up there, One Account? Welcome, Long Ball, to the ZabeCast. How you doing? Three young boys locked in with you, ages what again?
2: Oh, man, it's 13, 9, and
0: 9. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm just sort of laughing. You guys coping yeah. okay there, buddy?
2: Uh, do you remember when Jack Nicholson started bouncing the ball off the hotel room wall in the shining? That's <laughs> I'm about there. My golf trip just got canceled. I, I'm I'm just
0: I know. We're all I'm we're drinking, all working. I'm
2: drinking a lot.
0: Are you really drinking?
2: Yeah, right now I'm drinking.
0: Okay. Careful about that. I'm just kidding. No, it's okay. It's okay to drink a little bit. I mean, there's no question it helps. I had a couple fingers of uh, bourbon the other day, and I was like, damn, this is just what I needed.
2: Well, I I built a bar. What am I supposed to do? I have no customers. I I have have no customers.
0: Hey, maybe maybe you can apply for relief. (laughs) Hang a shingle outside your basement bar and claim that you're a thriving business. And see if you can catch some of that federal money. We're going to push out the back of a fucking plane. We are going to steer clear of politics here, Johnny, because uh, that's what we do on this Abecast. But, uh
2: You know, I never get into that.
0: No, no, not at all. Um, but we will touch on some things in the world of sports and life in general. So let's start with the Redskins, my friend, because you being Redskin fan numero uno, what do you make of the latest from Trent Williams and his agent saying, that's it trade us or cut us shit or get off the pot
2: um, if I was Trent I would fire his my agent immediately I think he just put the <laughs> fired the final <laughs> the final cannonball into the into the side of the ship it's um, he can expect to sit and sweat it out I it,
0: really his agent did him no favors and his agent should have said look, this could get sticky. I'm trying to remember, Johnny, was Trent eligible to play starting week one last year? Was he declared healthy and clear?
2: Yeah, so if his helmet would have, quote-unquote, fit him and felt good at the time, he would have been able to play.
0: Right. So so in other words, because some people were confusing the fact that he held out and lost a ton of money. Like, how much money did he end up flushing last year by holding out?
2: Uh, it was something like... uh $70,000 a day.
0: Okay. Ended up being about at least 8 to $10 million. And then he reported just in time to save his accrued year. And then he put the helmet on and said, ouch, ouch, I got a chunk out of my head. <laughs> and then they failed him on the physical. Next thing you know, they it deactivated him for the year. And then Bruce was gone. And then all of a sudden, new regime, who dis? And then they tried to get the trades going again. Or they, at least they talked to him. I mean, his agent led him down a path where he's kind of fucked right now. He would have been better off last year, coming back and playing. His cap number for twenty twenty would have been untenable, and they would have either had to pay him more money to keep him, or they would have cut him.
2: Well, you know, I am. I know this is going to be a surprise to you, but I'm wrong a lot. No but I have been so all over this one from day one. It smelled so bad, and he he took the biggest, most hated figure in the D.C. area and used him as a scapegoat. And it was brilliant on his part at first because everybody bought into it. You know, oh my God, the Redskins did him wrong, and you know, the medical staff has really screwed him over. Let's right. bring him back. Let's sign him. And God love Trent. And I said, nope, this is horse honky. Um, and I'm not doubting that he had the issue with his head, even though. But, I,
0: but you're doubting his narrative that they told him, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And there is yeah. evidence to prove that the team said, dude, you should probably go get that checked out. Sure. And I
2: he, don't think I'd have had been told that.
0: No, no, neither, neither would I. I would go get that looked at
2: right away. Yeah, what is this thing? Yeah, there was this lump growing on my head here. Nah, they told me it was fine. So,
0: so, so now you know with Trent, it's like he, you know, he wants insane money, twenty million dollar AAV for a guy who's thirty-one years old, coming off a year of not playing with a chunk out of his head. That ain't going to happen. In a long-term deal. Uh, the Redskins want a high draft pick. So basically when they say go engineer a trade, it comes down to whose end of the bag is going to get shorted. The Redskins end in terms of picks or Trent's end in terms of whatever deal he would agree to because if his terms were give me a one-year look-see at $12 million, the Redskins could get a second-plus tomorrow. Agreed? Yeah,
2: I, I totally agree. Um, And I think that's the answer. I, I think that the agent is going to finally – Say, Trent, I you know twenty million, bruh.
0: Right, that's, that's not that's, this year's that's deal. A barrier that'll be next year's deal.
2: Sure, show go to Cleveland, prove it, and cash in. But right, right now, you're telling everybody you're worth twenty million, and you haven't the teams played are year. telling everybody that you're yeah. not worth a second. So which one is it?
0: Yeah. Well, so, you know, I, all things considered, I, and I don't know what the skins will get back, Johnny. At the bottom line, is this was handled poorly, very poorly. This at the end of the day, this is not the picture of winning, it just isn't.
2: Well, we were three and thirteen, so yeah, that's that's true. And the thing I hate about Trent and about Dunbar, even though Dunbar is is small potatoes to me, but. That this he's our, is an he's our entire best, new he's regime. Our,
0: he's our best corner, you know.
2: Yeah, I know. He played eight games. Uh. I saw I, I, You know, I, he was a receiver. Um,
0: okay, so you're not broken up about that? You're broken up about Monte Nicholson finally running out of chances? God, what, <laughs> no. a, what a bag of shit he was, you know?
2: I'm sure he'll be a Hall of Famer in New England, you know, <laughs> before you know it. But look, man, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I got a text today, bro. Some people are upset with you. Oh, God. What now? Well, you, you've you been a little bit negative. You've been a little bit down on this, this regime and, and some of these moves. <laughs> and the way I see it is, you know, the, Ron Rivera is like the Redskins uh, stimulus package. He's come in, He's got to clean up a mess. Uh-huh. And, and he... Is Who says Dunbar's
0: part of the mess?
2: Well, I mean, I don't think he wants any part of okay. any guy that's out on social media bitching about something that he could talk about in house.
0: Okay. Well, they're they're basically reassembling the team in terms of talent that got him fired last year in Carolina you know culture I am is a
2: little worried about that
0: when you try to go we're going to we're going to be a culture act here with this football team before you've got the rings and the quarterback to back it up like Brady and the Patriots good luck because that culture thing has to be built up and reinforced by winning
2: yeah and that's the answer you're right and what did i say to you 2 months ago when he was on board and and we pulled a couple carolina panthers in i said i thought rivera might be uh, being a bit lazy at the time, where okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna set a new culture tone, but really the only thing I know is what's happened in Charlotte for the last 12 years or eight years or or whatever, and that does concern me a little. I, w- I would like to see some due diligence. The Del Rio hiring made me feel a little better because he's a football guy, he's well respected around the league, yeah, and he's not just Carolina Blue and Black. Okay. So,
0: all right. Well, I, I do, think there 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 has to be trust in the new regime. Let's hope it works out. What do you think about uh, sending a fifth for Kyle Allen, backup quarterback?
2: I think that here's what I think. In the coming weeks, given the situation we're in right now, and I don't even know if the league allows this or not, can Kyle Allen and Dwayne Haskins be on a Skype and say, yo, bro, when he calls this play, this is what he's looking for. Can, can they do that? Is that within the league rules right now? Uh,
0: a, I don't know. And B, do you think Dwayne Haskins is going to take that Skype call?
2: Haskins is a scholar, Zabe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Haskins Haskins is looking at, I'm de- telling you, if, you, if, if anyone, th- first of all, Kyle Allen is not good. Kyle Allen is Trevor Simeon 2.0. <laughs> Kyle Allen got exposed. He he got he crept up on people early last year, and then they got a book on him. And he threw 16 picks in his final six uh, nine games. So well,
2: you and I were on the same page about five days ago about who we thought would be the perfect backup for the Redskins. And who did I say that the was? Former unibrow Joe. Oh, Flacco. Flacco, Flacco.
0: exactly.
2: Uh, and I think that would have been great for the whole team. I mean, there, there's the guy that's the defined backup. Um, he's who's a veteran veteran.
0: He's not going to grind to take the job. He's not a threat to Dwayne. Not right. that Kyle Allen's a threat. See, Dwayne is going to look at him like, man, I beat this fucking chump head-to-head last year. I had one of my better I games, know. too. What the fuck?
2: I know. Now, now, that's that goes to what I'm talking about with the laziness. Okay, I'm familiar with Kyle Allen. Let's go get him. Whereas, I don't know what other options were out there, but when Ron Rivera said that Haskins is going to have plenty of competition, to yeah. me it seems like, number one, in his mind, he knew the whole time. This I, is what I'm doing. You I, know.
0: I don't see it. I don't see it as real competition, and God forbid – uh, Kyle Allen wins the job. I mean, he can't. They, they'll rig it so he can't win it. I mean, like literally, it can't happen. Better not. Now, happen.
2: you you know you and I can be the get-off-my-lawn guy every now and then. <laughs> and, and maybe we need to come to modern day and understand that some of the optics that we don't necessarily like about Haskins – can be easily forgotten about if he throws for 4500 yards. <laughs> no, I no, I'm totally know.
0: I'm totally about it. I I really am. I mean, I watch cutups of some of the throws he made and plays he made last year and I'm like, "Holy shit, man, that was a baller ass play."
2: Yeah, but you and I are a lot of like in that in that our radar is up. We we look for We're looking for it, yeah. The You're, red right. Flag. You're right. I wish I wasn't like that, you know. <laughs> because I look at all the all the pearl clutching on social media about about Cam Newton and how Charlotte, the city of Charlotte, is going to miss him so much. I think that guy's a clown show. Yeah, but they but they love that guy. So yeah, it's all a matter
0: it it's all tight. a matter of taste. Uh, here's the thing: uh, Are you surprised that uh, Jameis Winston has not been picked up by anybody yet?
2: I am, and I had a prediction. I guess it's going to be wrong, but I had a prediction that he's going to go to new England and Belichick is going to just turn that dude's career around. And then what's it say about old Tommy boy, you know, because, (laughs) you know, he did throw for 5,000 yards last year.
0: I Um, know that's, there's something you said for that. He also threw 26 of his 33 picks with no, with a clean pocket, clean pocket (laughs) picks. And a shocking amount of pick sixes, which tells you his radar is really shitty in terms of just sensing where not to throw it.
2: Sure. I, just, I thought the ego in Belichick would say, give me him. Yeah. Give me him, and I will flip him around and <laughs> tell you guys – that I'm the coach. I, I'm the reason for six championships.
0: All right, let's move off the Redskins before our last listener is gone. Because you and I love the team, but not everybody who listens to this podcast does. Let's talk about something more universal, which is shitty logos mm. and and uniform redesigns. Uh, first of all, your thoughts on the Rams logo?
2: Um, it 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 tastes horrible. I vomited. <laughs> You tasted I it in my mouth. Yeah, Why, why'd you taste it, <laughs> dude? You just took the greatest logo, one of the two, in my opinion. Growing up, other, along with the Chargers, and you just peed all over it. <laughs> I hated when the greatest show on turf went from the yellow and royal blue to the the metallic gold and blue. Oh, uh, I actually like that. Yeah, did you? well. No, no, I thought the uniform in itself was good. I thought. The karma was man. You don't yeah. change the uniform after after the title,
0: right? 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 Um, um, so there's a number of teams that are changing and tweaking. The Patriots are apparently tweaking theirs.
1: Yeah, uh, not a wholesale what, change.
0: I, I, I don't know. Uh, Brady's gone. New Still regime. A- <laughs> T- Tampa's doing a big change. Uh, I, I, like the whole alarm clock numbers. And the Mm -hmm. giant logo on the helmet that was way too big, I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling that. But I do love the color scheme of Tampa.
2: I I love the color scheme. I thought that when they threw in that little streak of orange or whatever with the pewter and red, they started going down a slippery slope. The, The Gruden era bucks and the pewter and red was brilliant um i've used that example many times about how a rebranding like that can really excite a fan base um and i think they've kind of ruined it but the color scheme i agree with you it's it's awesome
0: you and i are you and i are both big yellow pant fans with the Redskins, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in part because the stripes are narrow the stripe combination on the uh, white pants are hideous. They look like yeah. they're right out of nineteen seventy six and yeah, haven't changed awful. since then.
2: Yep. I thought there was a rule that you had to put into the league about a proposed uniform change years in advance. Am I hallucinating that that
0: they I always I heard
2: something like that?
0: They always say shit like that, but who knows exactly the process?
2: So I'm going to get a little off off the beaten path, but I'll tie this up in a neat bow, I promise. Um, again, you know, I finished my basement. I did a, a bar. It's got a sports theme. And I just purchased about 25 really nostalgic sports photos that I'm going to be hanging on my wall. And I found an awesome picture of Charlie Taylor mm. in my favorite-looking Redskins uni, which is – the yellow slightly muted yellow pant with a white jersey and a burgundy helmet and i just would kill for that look to come back and i'm yeah. putting that baby on my wall
0: nice nice yeah. can't wait all right uh did you see uh, cuz we're both golfers did you see the left-handed swings of Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas and Brooks Kepka
2: i i it, it depresses me <laughs>
0: So, Ricky Fowler and Brooks Ke- Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas played each other lefty for fun uh, mm-hmm. while the tour is off. And I think one guy shot 94, the other guy shot 93.
2: Yeah, or, or, what would you shoot?
0: We can find out. Once, That's true. <laughs> once the world gets spooled up again, we can find out. In fact, we should do that, actually. But, uh, you know, Brooks Koepka, because he's got to be that dude bro, mm-hmm. videotaped himself hitting an eight iron, one hundred and ninety three yards left handed, and he videotaped him hitting a driver two ninety
2: fucking five lefty. What is that all about? I mean, are they spending time on the range? Let me. I'm going to work on my left handed game today. <laughs> right. What What is that? I mean, I've watched because we're in. I, the I guess it's right now.
0: It's raw. Athleticism, I guess. I'm assuming, because you're right. I, I said, well, okay. So they showed his best two swings, right? But how many, how many weird, wayward missiles did he hit before he got one clean? How many yeah, swings in general lifetime? So. How many, how many swings in general lifetime has kept had left-handed? Here's the audio of him in his hitting bay. <laughs> Setup's good.
2: The fucking swing is good. Oh, my God. The swing is good. You know I've got shoulder problems, so there have been times when I've had to wipe my butt with my left hand. I can't do that. Eight
0: iron. Eight iron, 194. Yeah. Some people are like, what a douchebag Kepka is. And I'm like, man, I like Kepka. I I, do, too. I do, too. I like his act. It's it's, It's a little bit cliched but he's playing into it. He's leaning into it and I'm all about it.
2: Well, I mean, you look, you saw his girl, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta like him.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
2: There's a dark side of me that actually likes Patrick Reed because he doesn't care. <laughs> I know he's a douche, but I love that he doesn't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you played against him in your club, you'd be watching him like a fucking hawk. Oh, yeah. I'd want to bury
2: a one-iron in his forehead.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if Patrick Reed was not on the tour and was just at a club, he'd be kicked out or you'd he'd, he'd already have two black eyes. Absolutely. From no uh, doubt about it. All right. And then there's Club Pro Guy. I assume you follow him on Twitter?
2: I love him. At yeah. the
0: best. For those that don't know, this is a guy who clearly is a former – Club professional, just a guy that runs a pro shop at a golf course, private or public, who created this persona of the cocky but unaware that he's nothing special club pro at a shitty course in some theoretical nowheresville, although I believe he's based in Kansas City, he doesn't really allude to it. And,
2: Which I did for twelve years, by the way. So
0: that, right, you this know is- this life very well. <laughs> I know this life. And any golfer and any golf pro knows this life very well. And so he created this ecosystem of characters at this fictional club, including the Greenskeeper for this horrible course. He takes <laughs> he grabs pictures of the shittiest golf courses. <laughs> and Come and the on, Greenskeeper man. is a guy by the name of Miguel Vega, very racist, very stereotype. <laughs> And they, I was wondering if you were going to go there, and the, and the picture and the picture of Miguel Vega is of the most sun-darkened, face-wrinkled, Colombian coffee farmer. I mean, it's unbelievable the stock photo he got for him. So the storyline from Club Pro guy was that old Miguel Vega had come down with the coronavirus and he was clinging to life and they raised a collection for his funeral, even before he was dead, at the club. But then this happened. From
1: a management
0: perspective. Oh, hold on a second.
1: I'm going to make a statement, but before (laughs) I do, I thought it might be appropriate to read a passage from a very famous fable. (laughs) There once was a shepherd boy who was bored as he sat on a hillside watching the village sheep below. To amuse himself, he took a great breath and sang out, "Wolf, wolf! <laughs> the wolf is chasing the sheep."
0: He closes his book.
1: As all of you know, just over two weeks ago, our head greenskeeper Miguel Vega was diagnosed with COVID-19, COVID-19, otherwise known as the coronavirus. The Wuhan fever, or as our head marshal Daryl Bevins calls it, the Kung Flu. (laughs) But early this morning, Miguel and his wife, Marguerite, received the news we've all been waiting for. He's expected to make a full recovery. (laughs) Miggy beat it. Miggy beat it. Now, on the surface, that's tremendous news. On the surface. There's a financial component to all of this that needs to be addressed. Believing from watching cable news that Miguel was a dead man, I took up a collection here at the club for Miguel's burial expenses that raised over $2,400. Now, due to the long duration of Miguel's recovery period, that money's been squandered on overhead and admin expenses. (laughs)
0: I'll pause it right now. Sure He's, it has. Sure it has. He he is so good, this guy, who has never revealed in any interview who he is, right? He
2: hits on so many what stereotypes from us guys that worked in the PGA for all
1: those years. He is brilliant. That and guy.
0: Here, all let me play the last thirty minutes, thirty seconds. <laughs>
1: The big question we now face from a management perspective is how do we deal with the missing funds?
0: (laughs) funds After a
1: closed-door meeting this morning, the decision was made that Miguel needs to be held responsible for $2,400. We have little choice but to garnish his wages effective
0: immediately
1: in order for him to make restitution. We feel like this measure, along with putting Marguerite back to work in the 19th hole, should allow...
0: Oh my God, he's got to make restitution.
1: ...Miguel to pay the membership back in less than a year's time. We're glad Miguel's back. We just hope that like the boy who cried wolf, he's learned a valuable
0: lesson. Jesus Christ, (laughs) that is so classic.
1: I love the,
2: the image on Twitter of the green that he... Has all, he says he's back and they did a great job in my absence. And the green is all carved up. Sod <laughs> chunks are taken out of it. Oh
0: God, exactly. Oh man. <laughs> he gets sick with coronavirus, nearly dies. They take up money for him. The money gets squandered and then he's on the hook for the money after the fact. I mean, yeah. that that's some great writing. He's got good right. writers. I wonder if he had that whole narrative played out even before he recorded the first video
2: that's a good question uh maybe we can get miguel on the show i mean club pro, club pro guy is probably unattainable but miguel
0: i've <laughs> never heard get him on <laughs> he's never had miguel speak to my knowledge just i've read his his reports his course reports which are funny they're written they're very detailed it'd be like Hole six, good hole, this best hole. Yeah. <laughs> Squirrels not building under tee box, good hole. <laughs> Seven hole, very bad. <laughs> club exactly. pro guy yell at me every day, fix green, fix green, not much can do. Broken English. Yeah,
2: if anyone on, on the podcast is listening and you're a golf fan and you don't follow, Must
0: follow club, club, pro club pro guy. Pro guy. He's Absolutely. right up
2: there with Rex Chapman. He really is.
0: Yes, indeed. OK. Uh, anything else just as a quick little wrap up here. Anything good you've watched during our sports Oh
2: my God. Last night, I watched the 2012 masters entire broadcast. How did Bubba hit that shot from those trees?:
0: It's incredible.
2: I'm looking at, I'm looking at Louie Oosthuizen and he must've been thinking,
0: what a dick. Exactly. How did he do that? Louis is like, okay, it's over. Sudden death. He's so far into the trees. You can't even see him.
2: Yeah. I, I've with today's golf ball, I don't know how you curve a ball that, that much. Um, anyway, I haven't done much, Dave. I mean, I'm going stir crazy here. Um, I hear you. My trip to, Florida has been canceled. You know, am I going to Pinehurst with you or I would, what? Yeah.
0: You, well, I got a spot you can take and it's uh mid May and yeah. God help us. If they don't let us play golf while driving in our own cars to North Carolina in mid May. Right. Yeah. I, God help us. Right.
2: By then I may, I don't know. I may do something illegal by oh, then. Jesus.
0: Don't do that. Don't do that. My friend. All right. Let's hope it's not the case. Yeah, I think I can slip you in because uh, already the last guy in was uh, was Hatch, and he's already getting wobbly. He's like, he wanted me to send out an email last week. I was like, man, I ain't sending out shit. I'm not the fucking masters of the (laughs) PGA Championship. I can can like May first. I can say you know what? It's not looking good, so we may have to cancel. That gives us a full two weeks. I'm not doing shit until then. (laughs)
2: exactly (laughs) well hey I just wish that uh, you the best you and your family stay away from all this stuff Um, and let's see if we can make it out the other end
0: we will we will it's going to be a god awful mess but uh, if there's one thing I believe in Johnny as you do as well it's uh, believing in America and the hustle and the ingenuity of the people of this great country
2: amen baby red white and blue go Caps
0: all right, buddy. Talk to you later.
2: All right, see you. There you go.
0: Good old one account, Rhodesy. I'll end on this. I hate to sound like a bitter guy that, why don't I make $6 million a year? But sometimes things just blow my mind as to how they happen. So Funhouse, who has spent some time now, made his mark basically uh, at back after this on Twitter, uh, ridiculing and making fun of Mike Francesa as a blowhard Uh, has now turned his guns on Colin Coward. And some are saying, oh, you got to find someone else to take down. But he's bringing up things that are pretty hard to sort of just sweep under the table. Here was Colin Coward yesterday talking about the Patriots' quote-unquote plan and mentioning that they will not be pursuing Teddy Bridgewater, which was interesting because, of course, they're not pursuing Teddy Bridgewater. He's already signed with Carolina. Yesterday,
2: they released kicker Steven Goskowski. He's arguably the second or third best kicker in NFL history. He's got years left to kick. How would they do that? They also will not pursue Teddy Bridgewater, who I love, and Andy Dalton, who I don't, but both are far better than their current quarterbacks.
0: Now, how is it, I know the days are melting together, we're all getting brain fog during this, but how does he not know that Bridgewater has already signed? Even if he's got a guy writing his takes for him, which is quite possible, I wouldn't be surprised. How, how come he doesn't see that and say, yeah, wait a minute, of course we're not pursuing Bridgewater, That he's already signed in Carolina. And then he could yell at one of his take writers to go, hey, keep up here, you're going to make me look stupid. I guess the bottom line, it doesn't matter people find Colin Coward engaging. Enough people do. And the ultimate thing is that a handful of people at Fox Sports and Fox Television, they love Colin Coward. So that's all you need to know. He's good at his craft. I I give him credit as to the... I don't want to say... If I say act, that sounds demeaning, but it's okay. Everyone's got an act. He executes his act very well, for the most part. But things like this make you wonder, like, much is he really paying attention exactly all right that'll do it for me today thank you so much for listening and thank you for joining me and the feedback so much great positive feedback saying i appreciate you keeping on keeping on during these dark confusing and open-ended times so thank you for that have a great wednesday everybody and we will see you next time